Hi guys, hope you are doing well. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another podcast. This is season two, episode two. It is the 26th of September at the time of this recording. And quite surprisingly, here in the UK, it is not that chilly. All of this week, it has been a bit chilly, but today it's quite warm to the point where if you do your washing, you can just hang your clothes out on the line. For those of us who are fortunate enough to have a garden or a space to hang our clothes. So in today's episode, I'll be speaking about the food that we are eating. What food are we eating? Are we eating the food of this world or are we eating the food that is given to us from the Lord himself? But before I get into this um, podcast, as always, I want to lift up a prayer. You know, in everything, we have to always give thanks to the Lord up above. At the end of the day, if it wasn't for him, where would we be? Some of us are in a position where we can look back and see that God has brought us through. As a matter of fact, not some, all of us are in a position to look back and see that God's mercy has kept us and his grace is sufficient for us. So, Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, Father God, I want to plead the blood of Jesus over this platform. Father God, wherever it is the listeners are listening from, whether they are listening on YouTube or they are listening on their Google podcasting, whichever media they are listening from, Father Lord, I want to plead the blood of Jesus over the platform. Father God, you are the one who sits high and you look low. Lord, you have a plan for all of us. And Father God, what you are asking us to do, O oh Lord, is not to eat the food of this world, but to eat your food, O oh Father Lord. And I pray, O oh Lord, that whatever you have placed on my heart to speak to the listeners about, that they will listen and not only listen to it, O oh Father God, but search the scriptures for themselves. Because as the you said in your word that we must test every spirit. So Lord, I thank you for the listeners and I thank you in advance, O oh Heavenly Father God, for what you're doing in their lives and the direction that you are directing them. Father Lord, as you said in your word, the footsteps of a righteous man are ordered by you. So in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our soon coming King, I give you thanks, all glory and honor to you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. So as I said before, I'll be speaking about what food are you eating? And let me just go right into it to be quite honest. You know, as humans be as humans, sorry, we all need to eat food in order to survive. Let's face it, without food, we're gonna like wither away and completely, you know, just completely wither away and starve. The issue is what type of food are we consuming on a daily basis? Let us put it into perspective. If we eat junk food, you know, it's going to have a negative side effect on us over time. We will gain weight, which will come with a lot of problems, high blood pressure, diabetes, you name it, shortness of breath, sleep apnea, you name it. Anything that goes in us, you know, it is reflective on even our skin, on our hair, it shows on the outside. So whatever we take in, it is reflective of what we are becoming like 
Likewise, the food that we eat that are good, so if we eat vegetables, you know, we do our exercise, we have a balanced diet, etc., it will also show. Because I've seen where people say that by drinking water, I know I need to get my water intake up. I keep saying that I'm going to get it up. But if we keep drinking water on a daily basis, whether it is, I'm not sure if it's eight, a liter, eight liters or eight glasses, I'm not sure, but drink as much as possibly can. In time, it will even start showing on our skin. Our skin will even start to glow. And you know, it, water is just something that will go through and cleanse our system. It will cleanse our kidneys. And what I find that I'm doing is tipping a bit of lemon in the water. My husband is cutting, is into cutting up an entire lemon I'm putting it in the water, pips and all, but I'm not really into that one. So I'll just go for the lemon juice. So it is what goes in, it will automatically show on the outside. And as children of God, we have a choice of what we are going to eat. The food that the Lord Jesus Christ offers us, or are we going to eat the food that the world offers us? Because as it says here in the book of 1 John chapter 2, verse 16, it says, For the world offers a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but from the world. And I've used the NLT version. I quite like it because it mirrors up with what I'm speaking about food. So as it says here in 1 John chapter 2, you know, the world offers the cravings for the things of this world, the lust, the pride of life, our achievements. How many of us have boasted that, do you know who I am? Or you have heard of people saying, do you know who I am? I am Dr. So-and-so, or I am a lawyer, or whatever it is. We put our titles, we put our achievements. And what the scripture is saying that, that is not of God. God is not into boasting. Even the things of this world are like food if we crave for them and feel as though we need to have them just like physical food. So as I was saying before, you know, when you look at possessions, you have some people who feel as though they have to have this latest gadget. They have to have the latest iPad. They have to have this really nice car. And in all honesty, when we look at it, Back then, before even I was a Christian or before I was a child of God, I used to crave the things of the world. You know, you crave the nice things. You want to have the latest phone, whether it is iPhone, Samsung, whichever was the, the, the latest phone. You want it to be seen in a nice car because, you know, one would think that that would give us some form of status. But the thing is this, it is status in whose eyes? Is it status in the eyes of man or is it status in the eyes of God? Because if we're climbing up the ladder of success in the status of the world, then, you know, God is not a part of it because all is in the world is the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. And status is just as it is pride. You know, we're saying, look at me. I am this. I am this big superstar. I'm this big person or I'm this big shot. But then at the end of the day, God is saying to us, you are absolutely nothing. You are like vapor. You are like dust. You're here today and you're gone tomorrow. So instead of craving the things of the world, we must crave.
engrave the things of God. And then when we move on further in verse 17, still sticking with 1 John chapter 2, it says here, and this is, and this, sorry, and this world is fading away along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. So that is it. You know, when you look at it, the world is slowly, slowly passing away. The scripture tells us that the things of this world are temporary, you know, and Earlier on, I was speaking about possessions and saying, you know, have you ever gone out of your way to get something? You work so hard for it. You create, you wanted this latest iPhone. And, you know, I remember, I remember once my son and my husband, they were into like games. I think it was Xbox at the time was like raining or PlayStation. I don't even remember which game, it, which console it was. But they actually went to the game shop because it was a release for, I think it was 2 a.m. or something like that. Some ridiculous hour in the morning. And they actually went there that early queuing up. And when they went, they rang me and showed me the, the queue was so long. In the UK, we say queue. But if you're listening from anywhere else in the world, you might be saying, what on earth is she speaking about? I'm just saying the line. But in the UK, we say the queue is very long. So the queue was so long. And I'm like, you people are mental. There's no way I would queue up for so long. And even so, when we look at it, even sometimes here, when they're having like Boxing Day sale and they say the stores open at five o'clock, You'd be surprised that people are queuing up from like four in the morning. Now, what on God's green earth? Why would I leave my comfortable bed to go in the cold at four o'clock in the morning? And that is it. You're craving the things. Why? Because my husband says he has this acronym, fear of missing out. And that is it. There's a fear of missing out on something. And we feel that if we don't have it, if we're not one of the it girls or what, we're not one of the it boys, you know, it is as if to say basically to yourself that this is what will make me happy. But then when you get it, you're saying to yourself, what's all the fuss about? Why did I even worry myself? And I'll tell you something. True test. Um, I wouldn't even say story or testimony. I remember um, one evening when I was going to visit a friend and I was on the bus and I was just looking out the window. It was a winter evening. So it wasn't really late. But, you know, if you live in a cold country, you would know when it reaches like four o'clock, it gets dark, you know, very dark. Like it looks like nine in the evening. And I was on the bus on the way to our house and I was nearing the bus station and I could see people milling around and you know you saw people driving their like Mercedes Benz or whatever and I was just there meditating and then you know I heard the the Holy Spirit said daughter all these things are temporary and will end one day feast your eyes on the things above that are permanent not on the things of this world and it took me aback because I was just thinking you know and uh, you know what the Lord is saying 
Don't look at the things that are temporary because whether or not you believe it, everything on this world is going to go and it's temporary. Nothing on this world is permanent. Only salvation and as my mom always says it's the good salvation that is permanent you know and when you look at it you see people running around killing up themselves for the things of this world they're eating the food of this world and at the end of the day what does it bring it doesn't bring satisfaction the things of this world gives us like a buzz for like say 10 minutes, for a, a month, two months. And then after that, it's like a slump. You know, when you have eaten or you have seen a child eat a lot of sugar, cause I can attest to that. I can see my daughter when she's on a sugar rush, although I've told her, stop eating all this candy, stop drinking all these fizzy drinks, stop it. You know, or she would go and take some sweets or whatever. And I said, you have had enough now. But as soon as you turn your back, you know, they tend to sneak a two, one or two out. And then after she have eaten all that sweet and then she's running around the house and getting up to all sorts of things. Then she just goes slump because she has had that sugar rush. And then after it, that now, it just knocks her out and she goes to sleep and that is it when it comes to the things of this world it's like we're having a sugar rush and then at the end of it it slumps why when the, the high or the rush has worn off or the adrenaline or whatever it is you may call it has worn off then there's just a flat line and that is what the world brings it brings you up and then it flatlines you and when it flatlines you it flatlines you hard in the book of john chapter 4 verses 31 to 34 i'm going to read it it says here meanwhile the disciples were urging jesus rabbi eat something but Jesus replied, I have a kind of food you know nothing about. Did someone bring him food while we were gone? The disciples asked each other. Then Jesus explained, my nourishment comes from doing the will of God who sent me and from finishing his work. And that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Our nourishment, our food must come from doing the will of God, doing the will of God, being obedient to God, because when we are obedient to the Lord, it is nourishment for our souls. It is nourishment for our spirits. And then the disciples were speaking mostly about physical food, because when he, when Jesus said, I have a kind of food you know nothing about. What was their response? Did someone give him something to eat while we were gone? There were more in the physical. But what Jesus was speaking about was the spiritual food. And that is it. We need to be eating the spiritual food of the Father and not the physical food. Because at the end of the day, the physical food will only fill us up for so long. But the spiritual food is what will fill us up for eternity. And as children of the Most High God, food is also to do with the will of God. Are we being obedient? 
obedient to him? Are we doing his will or are we doing what it is we feel we want to do? And that is the key. Jesus said his will is to do the will of his, sorry, his food or his nourishment is to do the will of the Father. And let us not forget that we are no longer in this world. So we cannot and must not act like this world. So when the Lord says that we are in this world, it says, yes, we are physically in this world, but spiritually we are not of this world. So he's telling us, eat spiritual food, get spiritual nourishment. The word of God is what we need to be eating on a daily basis because without it we will starve our spiritual life will starve and not only that too the instructions that the lord has given us in the scriptures it is food for our soul and also we will be able to understand what the will of god is for our lives at the end of the day you know, when we look at it, the will of God is for us to share our faith with others, to bring light into this dark and evil world. When we look around us, we can see evil everywhere. And I think it's becoming more prevalent now that technology has become so advanced. So our mobile phones are walking computers. So we have all these things. We're now exposed to the atrocities that are happening in this world. And if we as children of God are eating the food of this world in all honesty we're no better than the people who are in this world god has taken us out of this world god has set us apart and we are to be that light upon the hill that cannot be hidden we are to shed light in this dark dark world so let us finish the work that the lord has not sorry sorry my apologies let us finish the work that the Lord has given us to do. As the Apostle Paul states, let us run the race and run the race to the end. Because as the Apostle Paul states, you know, we do not get the prize at the beginning of the race. Have you ever seen someone running? Yeah, they run and run and is when they finish the race, they get their prize. Or even in anything, if you have like, for example, children and they study really hard and they pass their test, you will give them, you know, something to say, well done, well done. And that is it. As children of God, we need to run the race and run it with perseverance, regardless of what is going around, going around and going on in our lives and happening in the world. But the only way we can do this is if we eat the food that God has given us to eat. Remember in the scriptures when the Israelites were in the desert and the Lord gave them manna. God gave them food and they ate the food. Although they were complaining, etc., about it, but God still fed them and He gave them instructions in the terms of do not you can save it, but at the end, you know, He gave them instructions how to store it and then if they should throw it away at a particular day, etc., etc., and they were obedient. And that is what we as children of God need to do. We need to stick so close to our Heavenly Father. We need to be dwelling in His presence. We, 
tuluyu kusutu masahata layaka hatu ukuluyu mukusu wini mukusutusha tala hakatuluyu mukusutusha we need to be dwelling in the presence of god we need to be eating his spiritual food and not what the world offers because when we look at it the world is dying the people in the world are all for themselves it's a selfish world we're living in as my mom always says it's a dog eat dog world but when we come into the light and come into the light that the lord jesus christ offers us then we will realize that how dark this world is so let us not want to choose to eat the food of this world but instead let us eat the food and the nourishment that we will get from the food that the Lord Jesus Christ provides and wants to give us as he says his nourishment is to do the will of the father and as children of God that must also be our nourishment to do the will of the father God did not rescue us from the hands of the enemy for us to just sit on the sidelines he expects us to be a participant in this journey he expects us to be a participant in this war that we are facing yes people will laugh at us but at the end of the day we know that God is real so let us not listen to the things of this world that is going to be going one day which is temporary let us listen to the things of God eat the nourishment from the Lord himself allow the holy spirit to just come into your lives and to lead you, lead you, be spirit-led at all times. And as always, I say, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may the countenance of the Lord forever rest upon you and give you peace and i say shalom 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 and have a blessed day everyone and as always feed only on the things that god wants us to feed because his food will bring nourishment his food is permanent the food of this world is temporary the food of this world is only the lust and the pride of life where the food that god offers us is eternal it is spiritual food and without it we will starve have a blessed day everyone and i'll catch you on the next one bye